0: Proverbs chapter number twenty. I'm just going to read one verse and, and ask the Lord to help us this morning. I want to look at verse number. Uh, I want to look at uh, verse number nine and then uh, I'll start from. Actually, forget that. Let's just go to verse one. Proverbs chapter twenty, verse number one, and uh, I'll give you the context and then I'll preach throughout it. If you're there, say Amen. amen. The Bible says that wine is a mocker, right. and strong drink is raging. Whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. The fear of a king is as, 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 is as the roaring of a lion. Whoso provoketh him to anger sinneth against his own soul. It is an honor for a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be meddling. Verse 4, the sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold. Therefore shall he beg and harvest and have nothing. Counsel in the heart of a man is like deep water, but a man of understanding will draw it out. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find? The just man walketh in his integrity, and his children are blessed after him. A king that sitteth in the throne of judgment scattereth away all evil with his eyes. Who can say, I have made my heart clean, I am pure from my sin? It is here that Solomon has listed nine different types of man. And if I could this morning, I want to preach a very simple thought, but what God put on my heart. And I want to preach on this thought this morning, out of the nine, which testimony is thine. Out of the nine, which testimony is thine? Let's pray. Pray for me and with me, please. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we thank you for the opportunity, Lord, to be back in your house one more time. God, I stand in dire need this morning, Lord. I cannot preach on my own. God, I, I can't do any of this on my own. So, Lord, if you would, I pray, God, that you'd touch me and anoint me and help me and speak to me and through me. I pray, God, for a physical touch this morning, Lord, that you'd help me lord with my with my voice and my throat and uh, god you'd help me with my breathing god you'd just be on me both physically and spiritually this morning i pray god for that one that's drawing nigh to hell i pray god you'd turn them from their own way and their own will god they would trust you as their savior lord for those who are here this morning that aren't right with you i pray god that you'd make it so impossible Lord, the drawing power of God would be irresistible, Lord, and they'd make things right before it's too late. God help us this morning. And for what you do, we'll thank you and praise you. In Jesus' name, we all ask and pray, and all God's people say. Amen and amen You may be seated this morning By way of introduction May I say it is here In Proverbs chapter number 20 Where we find ourselves reading After the great wisdom of Solomon Now if you know anything about Solomon You understand that Solomon was the son of King David The Bible says this about Solomon In 1 Kings chapter 4 It said and God gave Solomon wisdom Wisdom and understanding exceeding much And largeness of heart Even as the sand that is on the seashore And Solomon's wisdom Excelled the wisdom of all children Of the east country The wisdom of Egypt For he was wiser than all men How many of all would agree with me this morning If there's one thing That I believe we could all get more of And we should all desire more It would be wisdom. Uh, How can you get wiser? It's not. I'm not talking about a college education. I'm not talking about some kind of degree or special course or something of common knowledge. I mean spiritually. Where is our spiritual wisdom in these days? Uh, Can I say this morning without a doubt. uh, It is here in Proverbs uh, uh, that Solomon has been filled uh, and has put down under the inspiration of the Holy Ghost uh, his wisdom, which was given by God, and he's put it in the Bible for our own good. May I say, within the first nine verses, that uh, Solomon has laid out nine different testimonies uh, and types of men. Now, hear me just for a few moments in the introduction, and then we'll get to preaching. Can I tell you this morning, uh, you will fall under it. Please! One of these nine. Uh, there's some in here today. You'll fall under more than one. Uh, but if I was to only be able to fall under one, I'll tell you which one I want to fall under. I want to fall under under verse number nine, where the Bible said, "Who can say I have made my heart clean uh, and I am pure from uh, my sin?" Can I say this morning, uh, before your head hits the pillow tonight, uh, you can lift your eyes in eternity Uh, whether that be heaven or hell as your home only you and God knows Uh, uh, but you better hear me this morning I'm doing the best I can you better hear me this morning Uh, you do have a testimony you do have a story you will leave behind uh, some sort uh, of a testimony uh, for those who loved you and were near and dear uh, uh, for them to say now listen I know uh, Every, every door we knock on Everybody we invite to in the church They're all saved Everybody you talk to saved, going to heaven And knows the Lord Yet none of them uh, That seem to say they know Him Live for Him uh, Very few walk with Him And talk with Him Very few can tell you the last time That they've been down to the, uh, to the church Where His bride resides I'm trying to tell you We've got a lot of religion And very very little redemption in our day yeah, I, don't, I, I don't know if we're in, I think we're in worse shape than a lot of areas these mountain folk around here I mean every, we got mamaw religion yeah. we got papal religion yeah. and we, we got mamaw doctrine yeah. Yeah, come on somebody yeah, oh that's right we got papal doctrine yeah. Yeah. And I know your mamaw was a fine lady but mamaw ain't God I know your papaw is a fine man, but papaw ain't God. And I'm going to tell you something, a lot of mamaw and papaw doctrine came from their mamaw papaw doctrine, and it started somewhere down the, down the road a long time ago where they did not open the Word of God, rightly divide it, study it, and figure out who's talking, who they're talking to, and what's going on. I've said it a hundred times, uh, and I'm going to say it again, this whole Bible is for us, but it is not all to us. If it's all to you when's the last time you offered the blood of bulls and goats for your sin oh it's all to me alright then when's the last time when you sinned when you stole you were stoned When's the last time when you told a lie or committed adultery that they tied you up and burnt you at the stake or, or stoned you? Come on, somebody help me! We can't pick and choose what we want uh, to say is right or wrong. But God has given us His Word, uh, and it's the final authority. Listen, you've got Jew, Gentile, in the church in that book. Uh, you've got different dispensations. You've got different times where God worked in different ways to different groups of men. It's not all for us. Or, it, or excuse me, it's not all to us. But it is all for us. How many of y'all know every time they take one of them lambs under a Solomon's temple, that ain't for me. Or excuse me, that ain't to me, but it's for me. What's it for? It's a picture and a type of what the Lamb of God, the Lord Jesus, would shed Uh, on his own blood on a hill called Calvary thank God I don't have to come up with a lamb I've read head on collision uh, with the lamb I've been saved uh, uh, because of what he's done not what I can do I'm telling you you've got to understand this book You've got to understand it. Rightly divide it. St. Timothy said, Study to show thyself approved unto God. A workman need not be ashamed. Rightly dividing the word of truth. You must learn to rightly divide in order to understand the, the King James Bible. Period. Point blank. You've got to rightly divide. And so it's here that Solomon's giving us some wisdom. Solomon's telling us and showing us a few different testimonies that I believe some here today have. Some need to get. First of all, this morning, you just bear with me. I want you to see this. Nine different types of men. And so which of the nine, which testimony of these nine is thine? Which one are you? Number one, I want you to see the man of false hope. The man of false hope. Look at verse number 1 with me. The Bible said wine is a mocker. And strong drink is raging. And whosoever. Now is everybody listening? Yes sir. The next two words. And whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise. That word deception sticks out to me more than anything in the verse. The Bible, Solomon in his wisdom says, here's a man that is, that is a man of false hope that wine is a mocker and strong drink is raging and whosoever, it don't matter if you're the Pope or if you're selling dope, it does not matter. Whosoever is deceived thereby is not. Come on, somebody might as well help me this morning. I can't help what God gave me. And you say, I, I do drink. Well, that's a blessing. I'm not just preaching on drinking today. There's nine of these. Uh, but let me tell you something this morning. Uh, I've had it all I can take with all these fellows, that's a church on Sunday and you walk in Monday night and they're watching the Monday night football game and they're drinking and they're cussing they're smoking and they're acting a fool and they come into church. Hey, thank God, I'm trying to tell you this morning, if you live that way, you are not wise. You've been deceived. The devil's pulled the wool over your eyes. You say, well, as long as I'm so tired of the Bible... Uh, the, God, the people using God's word uh, to argue with God. Well, the Bible said to be not drunk with wine, wherein it's excess. You know what it's saying? And then the second part says, and be ye filled with the Spirit. It's comparing the drunken stupor of the natural man versus the spiritual man. How many of y'all know? You don't got to be a brain surgeon to know when a man's drunk, he's not control of himself. That's what God's saying. If you get filled with the Spirit, You won't control your life. You won't want to control your life. For God will control your life. When a man's drunk, his speech changes. How many of y'all? Some of them get angry and brave. They're shy in real life. But they're the cock of the walk in the the drunk life. Uh, And then some of them get tender. They're real tough and rough when they're sober. But they're crybabies when they're drunk. Uh, It alters them. You know what God said? If you get filled with the Spirit, you wouldn't talk the way you want to. You wouldn't act the way you want to act. You wouldn't do the things you want to do. But when God takes full control of you, you can't control what God puts in you. It will come out. I've had it up to my eyes. Have with people that claim to know the same Christ uh, and have walked under the same cross that I have. Uh, and they said, and they said, so- social drinking's acceptable. Uh, hey, over, over the icebergs that are floating in hell, is social drinking acceptable? Somebody's going to have to help me today. Uh, I don't know that there's one single person in here that's got a problem with it, but I'm here to tell you uh, there's a problem with it in our church. It I, used, used to be the big mega church, but it's trickled down. Even in our independent Bible-believing, Bible pre-millennial dispensational, all our hopes in the blood Baptist old time, it's trickled all the way down. Well, nobody will know about it. I mean, I just do it every now and then with my wife. It's okay if me and my wife share a glass of wine. Look up in here, neighbor. Under the authority of God's word, you've been deceived. And you're not wise this morning. You are not wise. You are not wise. How many of y'all know that it is our duty as ambassadors of the cross yeah. to demonstrate and display the very best image of Christ that we can? Amen. I don't care if you're so drunk, you've never been drunk. You attend, and especially if you are a member of Stillwater Baptist Church, yeah, yeah. and them boys or girls that you work with walk into Applebee's, and there you sit with a big tall glass of beer, yeah, yeah, or taking shots or or, margarita or whatever you get, yeah. But tell you what you're doing. You're showing them zero separation between your life and theirs. Yeah, yeah. That's right if Jesus can't get your hope in something besides alcohol, then why in the world would they try Him? Amen. 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 Well, I don't drink to have hope. I drink to enjoy myself. Right. Why in the world you got to have something to make you smell like a rubbing alcohol bottle and it's going to alter your mind and raise your blood pressure and turn you into an angry man or a, or a sissy boy have to enjoy yourself? Last I checked, when God saved you, and you're supposed to be walking in the yeah. Spirit, not fill us to flesh, He gives you nine fruits. Is. And here's the cross. Amen. Amen. Lord, I can't take no more. Yeah. Y'all don't pray like that. That's why you, that's why you never feel God help you. Because yeah, you get tied up in this old heavenly, beautiful, yeah. glorious Father. and yeah, Jesus, Holy God. And yeah. when you're trying to impress God. He knows you're done. Yeah, he knows I'm done. He knows we're, we're, we're but men. We're flesh. We ain't impressing Him. If you just get down and say, Lord, I'm not. Kill my boss if you don't help me. I'm about to go nuts. I'm, I'm Lord. I'm overwhelmed. I can't breathe. I can't take it no more. My life's driving me crazy. My kids ain't minded. My bills are just talking to him. He's interested in what you've got to say. He's touching the feelings of your burden. You don't have to turn to a substance. But a job. You can turn to Jesus. He'll take every burden you To Amen. There's Amen. one man in our text that has false hope though. Yeah. Sir. He's deceived. Yeah. Wine is mocker, strong his drink Greek is rage. He's deceived. Now I'm gonna branch off the alcohol business. What about many other men that are deceived in false hope? It's not alcohol for some, some it's religion we've already talked about. That. You've got hope, but it's a false hope. If you don't know why it's false, you've been deceived. Help me, somebody. You've been deceived I don't care I, I Look, I'm, I'm broad-shouldered Standing on the, bo- on the book And covered in the blood I don't care how many Blessed angels you've seen I don't care how many prayers Jewish prayers you've prayed I don't care how many times uh, That you've recited a rhythm or a riddle I don't care if you've died 13 times uh, And resurrected You better know, honey That the blood's been applied to your soul And you've got hope in something That ain't right You've got a false hope. If you're not careful, you'll die without God being deceived by the same devil that's dragging people to hell from afar. He's dragging them to hell from a church. I've heard all that stuff. Yeah, I've heard that. Well, I died 13 times and got resurrected and Se- seen heaven and came back, so I, I seen the light. I know I'm, I'm good. No, you're not good. Amen. That ain't being saved. That's right. That is not being saved. Amen. Hello, that is not Amen. what it means to be saved. Amen. To be saved, you've got to of your stake and sin. You've got to believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. You've got to turn away from everything you know, everything you want, everything you desire, and turn to the Calvary. And Without Jesus, we're all damned. I've yeah, yeah, a place yeah, called yeah, hell. Oh, but yes, yeah, yeah. go to God. Who fell out He fell got here today. He here today. He fell out here today. He fell out here today. i fell out Hope, got got If you're depending on anything to do with you to get in, you are quickly on your way to hell. It ain't got nothing to do with this false hope. People are deceived. I wonder which testimony, which of the nine is thine. I wonder who's sitting here today and you've got hope because you went up as a five-year-old kid and you don't remember nothing about it, but what somebody told you, you went up because they used to Bible school and they said, okay, this is how most of them do it's almost, you know, we didn't have any kids saved this past year at BBS. Come on now. You know what they'd say about us down the road? Yeah. That was, must have been terrible. Right. I'm going to tell you why we didn't have 35 saved like they did. Yeah, tell us. Because I didn't say on Friday night, okay, who in here wants to go to heaven? Right, yeah. And, and every kid in the crowd raised their hand. And I said, okay, you want to go to heaven, how many of y'all would repeat this prayer after me? Dear Lord, I'm a sinner. God, I know I'm on my way to go, Lord. Please like come to my hand, heart, forgive my sins, save them. in Jesus' name, amen. Alright, how many of y'all prayed that? And 42 of men raised their hand and then they get on Facebook and say 42's been saved. Now I'll give them a pen and a piece of paper. And that's literally what people are holding on to until the day of their death. You better hear me this morning. I'm just I'm just on time now. And I would love to shoot straight with you. If that's all you got, you'll bust out. I open and there's a day in my life when man told me what to pray I didn't have to worry about repeating nothing. It's never gone. no other way. Jesus said, I am the way. Come on, somebody. He said, I'm the way. How are you a preacher? I struggle so much. Uh, old devil tells me all the time I'm lost. I got one question for you. What way are you taking to get there? If you're taking the way of religion, you probably need to worry. If you're taking the way of, um, of social status or good deeds or, or good works or morals or giving the charities, you probably need to find another way. Uh, but my friend, if you've got a day where the Lord and the Holy Ghost came by, showed you a real burning hell, showed you a bloody cross, so showed you your sin and showed you your Savior and you realize that your only hope was in Him and you really believe He died and you really believe He got up, and you really believe He took your sin and He paid for it and you never you shout you got hope it's the right time you're on your False hope. So many Give people are deceived. We false hope. There's yeah. a bunch of belief. You don't get baptized in the name of Jesus. Right. That's the church of Christ. I don't know why I've been studying all of yeah, all this stuff, devil. but I have been. I guess I'm gonna to have to run into one or something. Yeah. That's where the Lord's having me. So Amen, looking at. Amen. The Church of Christ. They go over and they show you all these and these and these, and they don't understand the book of Acts a bit more than the Man the moon does. Yeah. Hey, Amen. Let me try to tell you right here. That's where, that's where Paul and that's where them, uh, them apostles, they laid on and they had to lay on the hands. And when they laid on the hands, that's when they were filled with the Spirit. But that's said, this one, There's one, but one Lord, yeah. there's one faith, and there's one baptism. And that one baptism is Spirit baptism. That's, right. that's the Holy Ghost of God. You're your right. You're your right. comforter. You're a convictor. You're changer. You're keeper. Hey, when you got saved, you got all of Him. And I can apologize right. for you. for Spirit-filled life. It is not you getting more of God. It's God getting more of you. You got all And if you go read the text, but the next show a couple weeks ago. They talked about you should be baptized with the Holy Ghost and fire. Yeah. Go look at verse number 12. And the baptism of fire is judgment. Yeah. I, I wasn't feeling good at first. I'm feeling pretty good. I'm not getting baptized with fire. Hallelujah. I'm fired.
1: Like
0: I have real hope this morning I'm not deceived I have real hope and it's in him I believe I Trust a denomination That preaches Jesus Plus or minus nothing I believe I'd go that route And we never could get Our way in, ourselves in the first time That's why he came So what makes you think he needs your help now Come on somebody he don't need your help to get, for you to be saved. He did it all. He completed the work. It is finished at Calvary. Number one, the man of false hope. Which of the nine is testimony is thine? Number two, I want you to see the man of folly. The man of folly. Look at verse two. This is simple preaching, but as I believe God's what God wants me to say. Verse number two, the fear of a king is as a the roaring of a lion. Whoso provoketh him to anger saith against his own soul. You don't have to read your Bible or even be a Bible suited to know that the king had power yep. all throughout the book. Yep. And his hand and his will and his word could destroy and disintegrate and bring death to anybody at any time oh, like that. Amen. Amen. Now Solomon in his wisdom he's looking he says the king is like a roaring lion. So imagine a roaring here they put you in a cage here's a roaring lion and the owner of that lion tells you now he's going to roar and drown his mouth's full of water but he will not come after you and devour you unless you do something to make him mad. Now how many of y'all the first thing you're going to do is go over and poke the lion? (laughs) We're not going to. Why in the world would you go over there and go over there and kick that thing in the foot when it's already hungry wanting to eat you? <laughs> Why is it Solomon saying the 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 the, the, the king? It's he, kind of like a roaring lion. I mean, he's got all the power and the prestige. Got, in other words, don't cross him. Why do men provoke the king yeah. when he can destroy them? Yeah, it's a man folly. Amen. Redneck terms. He ain't got no sense. Going, My papa would say he ain't got married. bit of sense. Very yeah, bit of sense. Yeah, yeah, no. Folly. A I man Now, when I read that, here's where mine went. A physical king, you'd be pretty stupid to mess with him. But we got the king of all kings. Hey, man. Hey, man. Now, let me ask something now. Say, lost whoever you are. You believe there's a God with an all seeing eye? Yes. yes. You know, in His Word, He gives the do's and the don'ts. He gives the good and the bad. He gives the yes and the no's. Why is it? We know not a king, not a king, the king (laughs) is only a strong. How did He get on a strong? Because death couldn't hold him and hell couldn't keep him. That's right. Because he had the power to lay down his own life, power to raise back up again. He was sitting among men, took all those with him, and he's sitting at the right hand of the Father making intercession for you and I, waiting for him. He's all doing it. waiting for a head nod, and he's a jerking us out. He's the king of all kings. Matter of fact, he's such a king. It don't matter if you believe that he's king or not. Because one day, every king, every president, king. every power, every kindred, every tongue in all nations will bow before him and profess with their own tongue that he is king of kings uh, and he is Lord of lords. He'll stick his sickle in the ground. He'll sit on the throne of David. Uh, David uh, they do rule and reign for a thousand years. Uh, and he'll distribute his power throughout men. He said, I don't know about it. it. don't matter what you know. He's the king and the, yeah, king's, coming yeah, yeah, the king's coming back. king's yeah, coming back. the right. first time he came as a lamb. Oh, that's right. The second time he's coming as a lion of the tribe of Judah. Right. <laughs> the first time he came, he let men, let, let men, yeah, yeah, you know. lead him to a cross where he laid down his life. Yeah. Yeah. When he comes back, he's not picking sides. No, so, I like he's, it. he's taking over. Are you letting somebody else out? I'm not it. What we going to do? With our Washington's a mess. Are our our Kentucky's a mess. Uh, look up in there. Our world's a mess. Hey. And it ain't going to get no better. Nary hey. bit better. It ain't going to get nary hey. any bit better. Hey. It's going to get worse the Bible said that days will wax worse and worse. And men will wax colder and colder and colder. Hey! But thank God, as the world plummets down, the church is rising. Hey! As the world gets closer to hell, Tower of God, we're getting closer to heaven. As the world's drawing near to the ways of their kingdom, the church is drawing near to the ways of our kingdom. We're so close. Uh, that's something all that's spiritual. You can smell it in the air. He's on his way. It won't be long. The king's coming again. Amen. Amen. Now here's my question. You believe all that, and most some of you do have been shouting. Right. Why? Would you do something that you know is going to upset the king? Yeah. God help us. Folly. Amen. Folly. Amen. you got one man in verse number one. He, he's a man of false hope But then you got this man in verse two. He's a man of folly. He knows better. Look up in here. How many of y'all just this week, you don't have to raise your hand or say me, oh me. How many of y'all just this week was fixing to do something, or say something, or look something, or go somewhere, try something? And God, before you ever did it, said, <laughs> hey, y'all's mom and dad do that? <laughs> that ain't just for dogs at Griffith's this? That wasn't just a dog term. When I was a boy, we'd go do something daddy and mama. Yeah, How many y'all, you went to click that button or whatever it was? Hold it look at that and hold it up. Yeah, Yep, yeah. good, man. You, you looked at and heard it said, so, did it anyway. Yeah. Let yeah. me yeah. tell you why. Because at that moment he wasn't the king of your life. Right? Yeah. Listen to me. In that moment you were walking more in your flesh, not in the spirit. Yeah. If you were in the spirit, guess where the king, not a king, yeah. the king Amen. would have been. Amen. He would have been sitting on the throne of your heart. Amen. Right. Amen. You don't know why you could go against him? Because he wasn't present in your heart before right. you didn't fear him. Right. Amen. Without fear, listen to me. Write this down if you take your notes. Right. Where there is no fear of the king. No. Yeah. There is great folly. Amen. Yeah, you're foolish. You're messed up in your mind when you know good and well that the same God that sent His Son to bleed and die and sits on the throne of God even now says no, and you say yes. You've got a testimony of folly. Folly. This is thirdly, talk about which of the nine testimonies is thine. we got a man, false hope in verse 1, a man of folly in verse 2. And then we find it's similar but a little different. A man, the man of foolishness in verse 3. Folly and foolishness. Look at verse 3. It is an honor. Look here now. For a man to cease from strife, but every fool will be say it next word with me, meddling. I should have it still pulled up here, and I do. You want to the definition of Webster's 1828 of meddling? Busy in other men's affairs. Now, this is going to hit home because we're in southeastern Kentucky, and everybody knows everything about everybody that knows everybody knows everything about nothing. Can I tell you plain how to save yourself from a lot of trouble? Yes, sir. Now, this is going to be real, real, real in depth, deep stuff you probably never heard. Brother Caleb, probably never heard such great wisdom, but I'm going to tell you how to stay out of trouble. Mind your own business. Amen. 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 Well, he let Sister So and so get up and sing, and I know what she was doing the other day. Don't worry about that. Amen. If I know she's doing it, she wouldn't be singing. It's obvious I didn't know, but guess who does? He does. Pastor. Let, let him be God. Yeah. Are you listening? You don't have to go at, at, at dinner and, and tell three or four other people, well, old brother Bob was up there singing, but you didn't believe what I heard him say the other day. I mean, I can't believe it's just that. Just because it's the pastor's father-in-law. Are you listening? Amen. You know what you're doing? You're being foolish? You're meddling, You're poking and crying and pumping things up. that does not need. It's none of your business. On, well, well, Josh, I about that money the other night. Everybody take that money. Who's going to give what? Do you believe yeah, answer. You, you know good and well that so-and-so could give more than what they said. Come on now. Come on, preach, man. Mind your Your own own business. business. That's right. right. You're not going to get this preaching everywhere, but I'm trying to have a real church and not a social club. I want people to be like Christ, and when you're mad at it, you're being foolish. Amen. Good preaching, Pastor. You're being foolish. Amen. Well, Sister Kayla said that Chris wasn't there, but that... $10 She would ten dollars should be okay, she'd have to ask him. We all know that Chris has at least ten dollars a week to get But tell you something. Mind your business. own business. I'm gonna add a word, stinking business. business. Yeah, yeah. Good, Mind man. your own business. Yeah, Are you listening? Yeah, man. Mind your business. Yeah, man. Right. You're foolish when you got it. Man. How many of y'all would just get real with yourself and just save in right here? That's all you gotta do. It's hard enough to take care of ourselves. I got a big enough time to keep myself out of trouble. Now, I know some of y'all don't believe that. I've got my fancy suit on, and you know, all that. But I'm going to tell you something. I got a hard enough time keeping myself under subjection. And that's why I, when I killed myself six years ago when I had a mental breakdown, they, and they put me in a nut ward over church business. Because yeah. I was trying to worry about me yeah. and 30 other people. Yeah. It's a good day, Brother Jim, when I learned I'm the mailman. I drop yeah. it off. What you do with it ain't my problem. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. Because I thought it was my job. i not only tell you, but try to be there to help enforce it and, and teach it, coach it. Glory to God, it ain't my job. That's the Holy Ghost. I'm going to tell some of y'all real good church members. It ain't your job either. Amen. Right. Good, man. It ain't your job. Yes, sir. It ain't your job. Well, Brother Teddy, I know they missed their night probably probably because the boys had football games. And they they probably didn't have football there. I'm just making something up. But even if they did, mind your business. (laughs) You don't want to leave this. Brother Cable killed a 13 point butt but I know good, and Dad burned well, He spotlighted. Mind your own business! Help all. They all got to die somehow, neighbor! Amen! Amen! Me too, I don't want to hit with my car. Yeah, man. <laughs> Are y'all listening? Yes, I'm good, bro. Well, Leah never misses. She's a good godly lady, but I'm gonna tell you something. She should sure let my daughter down the other day, and I bet she wasn't here because she was a track practice. Come on. See, I'm preaching the opposite vows raised in this area. Yeah. Are you listening? It yeah. everybody's business. Everybody made everybody feel like guilt and feel like garbage. Yeah. I'm preaching the opposite because I learned it's better that way. Let yeah. me tell you something. That's but that's just the pastor. If you I turn miss the next three Wednesday nights for track practice, and your you Amen. Amen. That's from him, God, and the pastor. I'm gonna say what's next. Why she missed three in a row? Right. Believe right. then, mine. I'm feeling thuggish, and that ain't good. Right. Mind your right. business. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get it out, boys. It's job right. right. <laughs> right. your business. Really? Put me a meddler. Yeah. Because yeah. you know what you do at the end of the day when you're trying to figure everybody out, work everything out, fix everybody. You look like a fool. I mean, yeah, I mean. Thank you, you, words, you. don't kill your people. There, right? One time I come back there and point him out and he dropped a baby in the forest. <laughs> Manly, foolish, foolish. Fourthly, y'all still with me? Yeah, yeah. Now, this is a big word for a redneck, and it's a French word. But I illiterate, and so I got to look stuff up to keep my letters the same.? Right. Verse number four: we find the man that's fignet. It may not be a big word to you, but it was me. Faant. Look at verse four. I'm going to show you what that means here in a second. "The sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold, therefore shall he beg and harvest and have? Nothing. Y'all see that? Amen. The sluggard. Now, feignant means this: means to be idle or ineffective. Yeah. It is a French word that originates from two different words: fate, fate. In feignant, fate is the base root word. It means does means the word do or does. Niant, n e a n t, means nothing. You know what Fa means literally when you break it down, one who does nothing. Yeah. One who does nothing. Fain literally means one who. Here we see in verse four, the wisest of all wise, Solomon, the Bible said, the wisest man in, the, in his land, the Bible said, "The sluggard will not plow by reason of the cold, therefore shall he beg in the harvest and have nothing." Talk about, of the nine testimonies, out of the nine, which is thine. We've got one who's foolish. He's a meddler. We've got one that's man full of folly. He's poking the bear all the time, going against everything he knows is right. Then we've got the other man, he's got false hope. He's been deceived. And he's hoping something other than Christ. But now we find the fainting man, or, in a whole lot simpler terms, the lazy man. He will not. He he lives to do nothing. Yeah, well. Are you listening? Now, let's go physical or spiritual. Right. Let me ask you a spiritual. For number one. What kind of spiritual life? What kind of work have you got done for God? Right. Yeah, man. I would rather today to be honest with you, because as far as I know we got a bit hard men. Right. But I, I so I'd rather turn it this way. Have you done anything? Have you worked at all for the glory of God? This Good. Amen. Mm-hmm. You no know Bible said. They won't go out and work. But when it's harvest time, are you listening? When it's harvest time, they start begging for others. Reminds me of something I read in the Bible. Reminds me of when he said he's going to come, and and, in the end it's going to be the harvest, and he's going to gather up the bundle. And those things that are good are going to be kept, but those things that are bad are going to be bound in the bundle and burned. Know our works, what we do, how we labor for Christ. It's broke down two different ways. Number one, it's going to be identified as wood, hay, or stubble, which all burns. Amen. Yes, sir. Or gold, silver, precious stones, which right. do not burn. Mm-hmm. So what you do and how you live for the Lord Jesus Christ is going to fall into them. Or is he going to burn or not burn? Let me tell you something. If you can't work for him, he's going to look at your life, however long it is. Let's say 84 years. And so it's all going to go. That's it. That's it. Wrong why? Yeah, you were lazy, Ladies, do nothing. Not Are you listening? Yeah, yeah. Some people think all they're supposed to do once they get saved is just go to church. Yeah. Oh, no. Hello? It's getting quiet. Much I'm going to stop because I've got so much more to say. Yes. I say it not. Much more. I'll just leave off here, right here. But I feel like we're getting that point now. I'm going to have to quit. but I'm going to ask you something. Have you done anything for Jesus this week? Here's a scarier question. Have you done anything for Jesus this past year? Well, i came to church, that's not what I ask. That's not doing something for Jesus. That's being faithful to Him. We're supposed to. Talk about doing something for him, working, laboring, trying to win the loss. Trying to reach out and tell people and warn people and be a help to people. What about helping somebody? Well, let me ask something. Not preaching humanism and work salvation, but let let me ask you something. When's the last time you were helped or blessed to somebody? Amen. Amen. When's the last time? You know what Jesus said, don't you? You talk about those he said, Yeah, when I was poor you didn't give him nothing. When I was cold, you wouldn't clothe me. When I was hungry, you wouldn't feed me. Mm-hmm. Now we ain't getting heaven by this, but we are tied. Picture an ambassador of Christ. And so that one that you work with is running low on money, and you know it. They ain't asking begging, and that, they're not lazy. Are you listening? You've got a little extra, but it's Christmas time. So you're holding on to it because it's getting close to Christmas, and you know they and me just pay their bill. Won't you show them what Jesus Amen. would do and how right, he is. Amen. You know what he do? He'd take it back right to them and say, here you go. Amen. Are you listening? Amen. I mean, this is just practical life stuff here. But I'm going to ask you something. Are you doing any of that? Are you working for it? Or when we get there, is He's going to look at you and say, well, you didn't want to go work. By the way, the field in the Bible, the world is called the field. Yes, yeah. sir. Word to work the fields. What do you do to the field? You've got to break up the foul sure. ground. You've got to plow. It. Yeah. It's too cold. It's too cold out there. You know what cold is, don't you? It's a real bad thing for a harvest. Yeah. Bible, the Bible said there's nothing wrong with the harvest. We look out right now. We look around. I mean, thank God we got a good number for a good old time. Believe back church. we really do, especially for the years that we've been established. We do, and I thank God for it. But you look around and say, "Well, fifty years ago, it'd been triple this." We're, it's the harvest is over. No, it's not what it says. The harvest actually is greater now than it's ever been. Amen. The worse the world grows, the greater the harvest can be. See how that works? The Bible said that the harvest is great. Here's the problem. But the laborers. God saved me. I just don't feel like i got nothing to do. I can't sing or play. What am I supposed to do? Work. For Him. I'm going to stop this way. You know what you are? A laborer for the Lord. There Don't grow up and be lazy on Jesus. You're a laborer for the Lord. Let me tell you something about Miss Erica. She's a little bitty. How old are you? Ten-year-old mama, housemaid. She can cook, clean. That don't convict some of us. She can cook, clean, serve. You know what, she's going, you know what she can do? You may, not, you may never sing, play, teach. Let me tell you what this church needs you to do. Cook, clean. <laughs> Somebody's got to spend them pot belly preachers every ever, ever, ever month. Amen. 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 Serve labor for the Lord. When you're doing it, don't drop the appointment. For Josh has too many dinners. Just be glad you're getting to cook for the Lord. Amen. You ain't cooking for me. Y'all realize that on Thursday Sunday when you're cussing me out at home. <laughs> right. Because you're running late and your food's burning you dropped your mashed potatoes on the floor and dog feet on the whatever. You're doing all that. Because that's what the Lord put in my heart for us to do. It for me. For Amen. Later. Caleb, sitting back there with your nice jacket on, you may never be a preacher. Right. You might? I don't know. You may never be one. You may never teach a class here. You may never sing a song here. Somebody got to climb up that ladder sometime to clean The dirt up. Yeah. Wow. Start working down. wow. Amen. Somebody's got to come over to the pastor's house and help him skin his deer. Oh, Amen. Yeah. God. God. Yeah. labor for the Lord. You better mark it down. It is. He's trying to be a blessing. this preacher of the Lord take credit for that. Yes, That's exactly right. That's right. Are you listening? Deacon, yeah. I know you got no other responsibilities, but if God never lets you do nothing but push buttons on that soundboard. <laughs> just keep pushing. Amen. All right. all Are you all with me? All Amen. Man. Talk about men who are faint. They are lazy. They are do-nothingers. Right. I wonder if that's your testimony. When's the last time you've done something for Jesus? Out of the nine, which testimony is thine? I didn't give you them all, so you'll have to come back tonight. All right? Let's all stand. Father, we do love you. Thank you, Lord, for this opportunity to stand and preach one more time. I ask you, Lord, to take the message use it and apply it to our hearts for thy glory and thy honor. We love you and we praise you. We thank you and we adore you. In Jesus name. Amen. Every head